0: Talking about you with Estra's radio show welcomes you. Call the show today at 718-766-4385 with your questions, comments, or car accident experiences. Does drama elect candidates who can serve the country at national, state, and local levels? Will money choose elected officials, or will citizens vote their conscience? The apparent levels of frustration experience due to more attention paid to Wall Street and their lobbyists has meant the average citizen for decades has been forgotten. Will Koch brother money, Trump's celebrity-driven campaign, Hillary Clinton becoming the first woman president, or Bernie Sanders speaking out for the common person make it to the electoral finish line? Have any candidates running for presidency addressed the issues important to you? Where do they stand on insured civil rights legislation? Will they support a bill which protects insurance policyholders? Or will they stand silent as Wall Street continues to delay and deny benefits to insureds who've paid premiums to these corporations? With the vast amount of information most received from social media television, commercials, magazines, billboards, and of course, another endless list. The ideas of others constantly are bombarding our minds in an attempt to influence our morality, opinions, and the choices we make. However, is this clouding your judgment? Are these avenues spewing out truths and facts? Or subliminal messages along with imploring personal urges to shape and form habits. When it comes to voting, the amount of money in election media outlets oftentimes hit the repeat button for months with the goal of reprogramming voters on desired images of candidates, what they stand for, and what they will do for you. But after being elected, how many candidates have been true to their words? Was first priority to pay back those who financially backed the election race? Is this really about their career? And more importantly, are you ready to hold them accountable as promised? One priority for voters should be really to find out what the candidates stood for over the years. Whom have they stuck their neck out for in the public arena? Would they stand up to Wall Street or stand with them against Main Street? Is insured civil rights legislation a priority? Do they understand the plight of the insured who are denied benefits from insurance companies with paid-up insurance premiums? Do they understand policyholders do not know the integrity of an insurance company typically for years after paying into this conglomerate? Money received by policyholders help to promulgate ideas to attract new policyholders. Therefore, the money used for advertising should amplify what the insurance company's values really are. And those who these companies mistreat should speak out loud so others know bad faith tactics exhibited. Therefore, when viewing the multitude of social media advertisements, ask, is this really true? Do those candidates running for office do what they say? How are they treating opponents? Is it with respect and dignity? Or is it win at all costs? Because if this is true, the needs of Main Street once in office may be tossed by the wayside. And if the advertisements are from insurance companies, is this corporation willing to display their statistics on how many policyholders are exploited by keeping their benefits? Do you see the same problems discussed over and over again by policyholders who have dealt with this carrier? If they have done it to millions of other insurance, this would not be a company you would want to place your trust in. The same is true with candidates running for office. Pretentious behavior only displays the desire for personal or investor gain. When everyday citizens fall for false statements and pass them on to other voters, it hurts those who will be subjected to the actions that will not be in the interest of constituents if elected. Why are so many American citizens so frustrated in our political system? One simple word, deceit. When what is told is not what happens over and over again, voters become discouraged and wonder why they should even vote. One must not take this attitude, but one of creating change that does matter to Main Street. The more citizens challenging the ideas presented by electoral candidates or insurance companies, The greater chances for truth to be exposed. And in this exposure, better choices of candidates and insurance carriers can be made. So next time you see an advertisement, ask the question, what are they trying to convey? Is it in their interest or yours? What is their reputation with Main Street? Check reviews out about them. Have they hurt everyday citizens in their community, or have they lifted up those people who seek help? If each of us take the time to inspect their records, it will be difficult to hide, especially if we are sharing our experiences. Don't let the community work that some of these corporations or elected officials do fool you. You have to sometimes dig deep if you want to see truly who they are. One of the most important things to find out is if your local and state representatives are up for re-election. If so, take a little time to find out what their voting record has been. Ask yourself, are the things they voted on things you'd approve of? Was it helpful for the local community? Do they spend most of the time representing the people, Wall Street, or their careers? Are they the type of person who answers calls and letters from their constituents or just ignores them? Would you be willing to campaign for them or in what ways could you support them? Are you currently a registered voter? Has the person up for re-election made it easier or more difficult to vote? Remember to find out if they support insured civil rights legislation. No one should be hurt and unable to receive the insurance benefits they have been paying premiums on, in many cases, for years. Main Street cannot wait 10 years for help, and they shouldn't have to deal with insurance companies' delays and denial tactics. Protecting your liberties is reason enough to go the extra mile to become a registered voter. The time is now to find out what the qualifications are if a first-time voter attempt to complete most tasks every other month when possible. So when Election Day rolls around, not only will you be ready, but not stressed and ready to vote in 2016 and in the future. Losing the right to vote means also losing the ability to create the country's goals and dreams by selecting those individuals who care more about Main Street, which represents 99% of the people, than Wall Street's 1%. The pain and suffering Main Street faces could be significantly reduced by making the decisions to re-engage in the voting process along with making common-sense voter decisions. This means listening to the candidates and then verifying what they say is true. Take a close look to what they are advertising. What impact does it really have? Common sense is a quality of enlightenment, not necessarily reading the tea leaves, but the actions and behaviors of people. Knowing what is good for the country means if in office they should have a record which demonstrates it. By staying grounded on Main Street and not buying the illusions of Wall Street, which is known for dangling carrots, common sense will prevail. And perhaps all of us would be in a better position after the two sixteen election with the selection of candidates who are truly for the people. How protected are you in case of a collision? Did you know in most cases auto insurance companies decide whether your claim will be paid? A claim settlement can take anywhere from a week to ten years, if at all. Why such a contrast? Somehow policyholders have lost too much power. Has the insurance company gained this at their discretion? Are Wall Street insurance lobbyists getting more from our politicians than the policyholders? How much can policyholders afford to lose while paying over $2,000 a year in premiums? This means most policyholders are giving auto insurance companies over $40,000 in their lifetime. But... If after paying all this money in premiums, if an insurance company refuses to pay your claim and it costs you more than this and legal fees to get them to do the right thing, is it worth it? Should policyholders be required to pay for auto insurance? And if so, shouldn't auto insurance companies be required to pay out claims? Why is this equation so one-sided? Who made the rules this way and who benefits from them. Frankly, greed has overcome our way of life at the expense of the people who can afford it the least. In fact, just last week, I learned that President Obama has asked Congress to allow Medicare to negotiate prescription drugs to help align the prices Americans pay, like the rest of the world for the same medication. If you're on Medicare, call your congressperson and ask if they're supporting negotiations for prescription drugs. Perhaps your vote belongs elsewhere if they're not operating on your behalf. If on Medicare or you know someone who is, wouldn't it be nice if their prescription prices were reasonable? Most people on Medicare are already working with a limited budget. Take a stand today and tell your congressperson to do the right thing and negotiate for prescription drugs don't know whom your representative is don't worry the operator will connect you to the right office while making the call to congress and telling them you support negotiations for prescription drugs also share your opinions with them on insured civil rights legislation to protect policyholders against unfair insurance practices call them today at 202. 202- Two two four, three one, two one. Again, their number is 202-224-3121. And remember, they're on Eastern Standard Time, and it's just that simple. Will this be your first time calling? Your representative will be happy to hear your concerns, so don't hold back. What are the options as policyholders? What are your options as a policyholder? And why are they so limited while ending up supporting all those derivatives on Wall Street via your premiums that you don't even participate in the profits? In my opinion, it's because too few policyholders were at the table at the time of legislation. And depending on which state you live in, the more money poured into the capital by Wall Street, the more your needs can fall on deaf ears. It is overdue for America to consider the concerns of everyone in the community, not just less than 1% of the population. What is your $40,000 worth to you? And how much of a say do you have about the money you are paying out to these auto insurance companies? Most of us are in a car accident once in every five years. Is this your season for a collision? Call the show today at 718-766-4385 with your questions, comments, or experiences. The time to sit back and let others do the work is over. It's your voice that will make a difference. Don't be intimidated or bullied. Speak out. I'm listening to what you have to say about your car accident journey, and you never need to travel this path alone. You can read, watch, or listen with me, Estra, at any time. Why don't auto insurance companies want you to know the actual number of policyholder claims denied, or ones that are paid out less than they should be, or even worse, those not paid at all? Have you tried to find the ratio of policyholders paid versus unpaid claims? How about the number of policyholders placed under surveillance? Rarely are these issues brought out to the forefront for policyholders to educate themselves about these concerns. More importantly, how often does your auto insurance company tell you about the profits they are making off you as an insured? Have you ever tried to verify the information told you after talking to an insurance adjuster? How accurate is the information? Are you going on blind trust that your insured is doing the right thing by you? As premiums continue to rise year by year and benefits continue to decrease at the same time, many of the benefits contained in the policies now have become additional items In other words, things that you used to have in your old policy are no longer there. You have to add them to your new one. This new packaging tactic does nothing to help the policyholder, but a great deal for the bottom line of insurance. Why isn't there more oversight of these companies? Is this due to them being giant banks? In fact, many of them are actually banks. Do they currently have free reign in our country now, with policyholders having little say on how they design insurance contracts? Where is Congress in all this? Did you know Congress gets regular updates on the issues dealing with auto insurance policies? This also includes ERISA, which is when your employer becomes your insurance company. The question is, why isn't Congress doing things to make these insurance packages better rather than worse for policyholders. Why is there so much power given at the state levels rather than federal, unless, of course, a court trial ensues? Frankly, in my opinion, these companies have a greater capacity to control outcomes and decide which is in their best interest to pursue the issues they most want to address. And unfortunately, when they get to decide which way to go, whether state or federal, typically it's a worse direction for policyholders. What is more saddening is that these corporations get to use your own money against you. And in my opinion, it will take years to undo many of the legislations they have used as lobbyist money in order to take the rights and benefits once held by policyholders. Take a look at the insurance policy of today and the premiums you now pay and compare it to an older policy and what you paid. I suspect you will be surprised at how little remains in your current policy and how more protections were given in past policies. In my opinion, what is the difference? Simply greed. A greed that must be removed by policyholders coming together and saying we want what is fair in premiums and settlement from insurance companies. Don't you think it's a bit strange now that cars that can drive themselves, auto insurance has decided to remove policyholder insurance? More than likely, in the next decade, things will have changed dramatically. Could they be making this change in order to protect themselves from problems which will occur with this new technology? One thing is for sure. I suspect it's not in the interest of the policyholder. Let's hope we find out the real motives before premiums are changed for their interests. So what are your insurance premiums worth? I suspect it will depend on the integrity of the insurer you choose and their willingness to pay out claims. When this information becomes available to the public, only then will we have the protections needed to really know what that $40,000 in payments are worth. Standing in your own truths or following the election cycle brings a lot of emotions from candidates and also news reports. No matter what you hear or choose to believe, look out for your best interest and stand for the things that will take our country in the right direction and not the Wall Street corporations that may only be having their interests at heart. By putting an end to decades of waiting for the injured or sick means cutting down the power Wall Street has when entering the courtroom daily against individuals just seeking justice through a now-corrupted court system and walking out wondering when and where did our legal system begin to take the wrong turns. I suspect it was when we placed decisions in the hands of Wall Street and expected they would keep us safe. That has and always will be our job, not theirs. They obviously are continuing to take care of themselves, but not America as a whole. Donald Trump as president, would he be willing to take the power from those unwilling to share opportunities with us all? He may indeed get that chance stay safe well and determined thank you for listening today